Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Hello and welcome to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Emmanuel Penklis and joining me in his Bondi bunker is our tech expert, podcasting machine, Roosters fanatic, Michael Corbin. Emmanuel, a lot less uh, blunders in this uh, bunker than the actual bunker (laughs) Uh, and definitely not $3 million worth of equipment, but we're going well. I think the I think we you know we had a couple of complaints about the audio. I think we're trying to fix it. Yeah. I think it's been all right the last couple of weeks. Thank God. Uh, but big big week in rugby league. Huge. Um, and about the only good thing going for South Sydney right now is that the Prime Minister now supports them. So now you know three of the most important people of the four most important people in the country support the Rabbitohs: the Governor General, the Prime Minister. And one of two members of the How Good Is Rugby League podcast. Oh, there we go. Isn't that incredible? It's huge. Huge. Huge for the club. Uh, I already saw Batuta Advocate posted a great post this afternoon that random South Sky was potted, spotted at the quad meeting. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, big news out of the week, Emmanuel, obviously, is the injury, the season-ending injury to Tom Trebojevic. Uh, dislocated his shoulder... On the on Friday night, he was trying to uh, play the ball dead. Got his arm caught as he was diving out, and it appears his shoulder his shoulder dislocated straight away. Uh, scans show that uh, I think there was a tear of some of the ligaments around there, and there was also a chip bone. So five month recovery yep. done for the season. Yeah, it's a. I hate to quote Phil Rothfield, but it is a crisis. Uh, I think now for Tommy Turbo uh, and the Blues. And Manly, uh, very unlucky. He was that was just the most incredible game of football, which we'll talk about later. But I think uh, for the Blues, adds to a really mounting injury toll. Um, obviously, with Latrell out as well, and unlikely to feature in Origin, that is a lot of strike power missing for the Blues. Uh, they are there's a lot of a lot of depth at the, in the back five for the Blues and. A lot of decoys can happen because there's so much so much strike power across the back five. Now James Tedesco will be the number one fullback for the Blues. Uh, before that, he was in the top three. You are so unimpressed with me right now. Um, and yeah, Mike, I think it's going to be it's going to be a bit of a challenge for New South Wales. Yeah, look, a couple a few years ago, we went into an Origin series without proper centres. Yeah, I think we played White and Gutherson there. And I think it was the year after it was 2020, so it was like the co- it was the COVID year. Origin was played at the yeah. back end of the season, but we, know we the went result. out. We lost. Yeah, we lost. We didn't have special centers, and we lost. Now Latrell spent a lot of time at centers, and Tom has uh, Tom for New South Wales played that almost that second fullback role, but was a center per se. Right? They were two of our best players last year. Yeah. So uh, Tom Trevojevic, man of the series. Latrell was very much near there as well. They're both out for game... Well, Latrell's out for game one, probably game two. 
Turbo, we won't see this series. So yeah, a lot of a lot of strike power missing for Manly as well. I can't see them. Look, they they might make the eight. I I think they're going to be around there. They've still got enough talent to be a competitive side week in week out, but they're not a top four team like they were last year without him. Uh, yeah, but I I think. This is not the start of 2021 for them now, though. No, they they, they are much they are much more comfortable without him there. Uh, they have won games already this year without him there, um, and I think that they will just adjust accordingly. It it is going to be a, a different kind of manly team, and it never helps to have that much talent on the sidelines. Having said that, they do have Daily Cherry Evans in their side, and yeah. I think any team that's got Daily Cherry Evans can never be ridden off. Yeah, agreed. And look, a silver lining. Tom has had issues with. His legs for a very long time. Yeah. Knees, ankles, hamstrings. Torn his, torn his hamstrings a few times. This is going to be five months now where he can focus on building his leg strength up yeah. while, his, while his shoulder recovers. And he can come back next year fresh with, without any injuries to his legs. And shoulders are a bit easy to come back from. There is that initial fear that you know, you're going to take a hit to the shoulder. But once you get over that, it's it's a lot smoother and a lot easier to come back from a shoulder injury than it is an ACL tear or a hamstring tear or something worse yep. than that. Upper body uh, injury is typically easier recovery, yep. and I think just easy to bounce back into it. Also so, easy to rest. Yeah, you know, well, you're not constantly on, you're not constantly on your feet or your legs yeah. when you you know. I do I do agree with your point though that it's almost like when Billy Slater had sort of the you know the the start-stop period with his injuries. He he came back as a better player out of it. He was much fitter. He changed his game. I'm also thinking Anthony Minicello had something similar, if I recall. Yeah, yeah um, shoulder injuries. Shoulder Jonathan injuries Thurston and back injuries. Well. Jonathan Marshall. Thurston. They're, and they're quite common. And, you know, that's Cam Murray, Ivan Cleary. Uh, sorry, not Ivan. Nathan Cleary and um, Tommy Turbo now, all with shoulder problems of some description. So, yeah, look, Origin is... Uh, only two weeks away. The teams are being announced on Sunday, but should we get into our predicted lineups? Yeah, let's do it. So I think the way we do this is we'll go back line for back line. Yep. We'll say, you know, where we think uh, one, so we'll go one to five for both teams, see where each team uh, has the advantage yep. and we'll continue on through like that. Okay. So do you want me, do you want to start with your back line for New South Wales? Yep. Okay. So one to five for me, I have Michael, James Tedesco, Brian To'o, Stephen Crichton, Katoni Staggs, and Josh Adokar. Oh, he's changed from yesterday. I have changed. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's there's one other name who is a possibility there, and that's Campbell Graham. Yeah. He has been around the New South Wales team before. He has. But just given form this year. And the potential for the, the need for more strike power, I think. Tony Staggs is a better option. Yeah, I, I I am still torn on it. I think as a... Uh, are they your five as well? Yes, they are my okay. five. Yeah. Uh, I, am, I am a bit torn on it. I think as in terms of big game experience, Campbell Graham has a lot of that. He's been in the blue system. I think he was 19th or 20th man last year in an extended squad. Uh, he He's a very good defensive player. Very good defensive player. Probably doesn't have the strike that you'd expect in attack from Katoni. Uh, and it, it depends how the Blues want to play this game this year. But I think Campbell Graham uh, would be a good option there. But I think Katoni, based on form and the team's form, um, and um, just sort of the 
the way the way things are tracking at the moment, I think that he seems to be the, the one they're talking about. Uh, incredibly, Mike Talakai's it just completely out of the conversation, and I, uh, I think I think I think it's possibly down to Cronulla's uh, mid-season slump. Look, he had he had a couple games where there where he runs over the top of people, and that can happen, especially when you're a big a big center running over smaller centers like in that game against Manly. Yeah, but his defense was not anywhere near as good as Graham's or Stags or Crichton's. Yeah. And these guys have shown consistent form for a longer period of time and it wasn't just a blip of three games and the hype train... Uh, the, the, you know, there was this initial hype around Talakai, but as you said, it has died off a little bit. I, I think the I think the right move is Stags and Crichton. Stags on the, on the right centre where he plays for his club. Uh, Stephen Crichton on the left centre where he played in 2020. Um... And then you've got him and To'o and Luai all on that left edge, for new, on that left wing for New, new South Wales. That's a club combination you want. Yeah, and the other the other thing is, it's the club combinations too, isn't it? But also, I think Katoni, um, I'm not so sure about Crichton, but Katoni has played some fullback. Has he not? No, Crichton has. Crichton has, has or Katoni has not. Yes. But I think that might be a bit more helpful in the sort of playing a roving fullback role. Exactly, yeah. Um, okay, Queensland back on. I reckon it's almost the... I reckon we've both got the same one. Um, I've got Ponga, Xavier Coates, Valentine Holmes, Dane Gagai, and uh, 19-year-old debutante Selwyn Cobbo. Oh, you didn't introduce him as future Roosters player Selwyn Cobbo. <laughs> Soon. Huh? Soon. Soon. Yeah, yeah right. Um, yeah, I've got the same back line. I think, yeah. It, I, well, the, two these, to five get there on form for me. It, these, these, <laughs> both of these teams basically pick themselves. Yeah, I, well, I, uh, the, to be the honest, back I, pick themselves. I, I agree. And to be honest, I did start with sort of last year's team as the guide, the game three team. Yeah. And sort of, well, who should be in and who should be out from there? Obviously, for the Blues, injuries take its toll. But I think... Um, Cobbo has definitely played himself into a game. He is an excitement machine. Yeah, and incredible runner of the football, blistering speed. You know, it, you might have the argument, is he too young? But we've seen players come into, into the Origin Arena at that age yeah. and absolutely thrive. Yeah. And as a Queenslander, we've seen it happen way too many times. Yeah. Falau, Inglis, you know, do these players just come in and they kill it. And yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that... He is as good as those two, but there's potential. This so. is just if that is, just if we stop there, that's it. We go home after that. This is going to be the fastest game of state of origin football we'll ever see, yeah. and it's going to be incredible. I just hope it's a really open game of football, yeah, because that's what it needs to be. I don't. I, no. So let's move on to the halves. I don't think we need to have too much of a discussion. No. It's the Penrith halves, Luai and Cleary, and then Munster and Cherry Evans. Correct. That's it. Yeah, pick themselves. Pick themselves. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Uh, the props for New South Wales. Yeah, so the props for New South Wales, I've gone um, Junior Paolo and Payne Haas. Yep, same. Okay, and Cook is your hooker? Cook is my hooker. Okay, and then for the Maroons, I've gone... Um, oh, goodness, I've just realised I've got him in my team twice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got Carrigan and Papali, yep. Papali for yep. um, and Harry Grant and hooker. Yep. Okay, okay, so I've gone Papali'i, Harry Grant, and Tino Fasul Malawi. Okay. So they're my... So I think... And I've got... And then if we go number 13, yep. I've got Carrigan at lock. Yep. I've got Isaiah Yo at lock. 
Okay, I've got Azalea at lock, but I've got Jai Arrow at lock for lock, the Maroons. Okay. okay. But yeah. I think I, I think that regardless that all of them, the, the, the props and the lock and whoever's on the bench can all rotate with each other at exactly. any point in time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. They're all quite versatile props. Yeah. So on the edges for New South Wales, I have gone with Cam Murray. Yeah. Given pending health, yep. he's named in 24 this week, so I don't know if you'll yeah, play. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I or think the expectation is that he's got a fitness test later in the week. Souths have a Saturday game, yep. and then if he passes it, he's in. Yeah, and he'll play, and that if he can play and get through, he'll probably get picked by Origin, yeah. I would assume. So given, I, I, I'm assuming that he'll be fine to play. So I'm going him on the edge, and I'm going Liam Martin on the over edge. Okay. Uh, I've gone Cam and Jake. As the second rower? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't think he's a bit too slow to play on the edge. It's Origin. Huh? I like it. I'm just getting them into the side and they can play wherever they want to play. Yeah. The Queensland second row is, I think, they're basically stalwarts, Cape Wall and Kofusi. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a, it's a very, I don't, you know, there's all this hype about Origin teams. They should just listen to our podcast. <laughs> look, and this, a, lot of these, a lot of these players have picked themselves for the Queensland team. And we're going to discuss. Probably more in detail next week how good this Queensland team is, but a lot of them are in really good form, and a lot of it is to do with the fact that two of the three Queensland teams are at the top in the top four at the moment. Yeah, we're we're talking about the Queensland teams. We haven't even started on the Queensland coaching staff. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, my bench yep. manual. Go for it. Nico Hines. Yep. Angus Crichton. Mm-hmm. Regan Campbell-Gillard. Ooh. And Jake Trevojevich. You had Liam Martin in your. I'm starting Liam Martin, yes. Uh, Campbell Gillard's a good one. I actually didn't think of him. He is a bit of a beast. I had Hines Martin, because Jake was in my starting side, Angus Crichton and Tarek Sims. Okay. But I think if I was to do it again, I'd probably scrap Crichton and put in Campbell Gillard. Okay. Because Campbell Gillard can play uh, more positions, I think. I think Crichton can play more positions because he can play on the middle and the edge. And I would... Yeah, I think it'd be a toss-up between Sims and Crichton. I think Campbell Gillard has a bit more of an effective running game. I think he's more of an impact player, Yeah, which is the the difference. Him coming off the bench, you're going to get 25 to 30 minutes of impact. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Crichton is more versatile, I think, but, you know, can fill more holes. Say if the second row goes down, you're going to trust him. Um, I've omitted Tarek Sims and Daniel Saifidi, who was there last year. Just on form. Okay. Uh, Saifedi, on form, I agree. Tarek, I feel, regardless of how club form is going, he does lift for origin. I agree. And is, I agree. Is, it, there is a bit more experience. He's, he's sort of a an, just a, a bit of a level head, just gets the job done. So, um, But Saifedi ruled himself out pretty much, so that was easier for everyone. Yep. Uh, Queensland bench, who have you got? Well, you better go because I'm missing a player. Okay, so I've got <laughs> Ben Hunt, yep. Lindsay Collins, yep. Jai Arrow, yep. and... Ruben Cotter. Okay, I've got Ben Hunt, Reese Walsh, Tino, and then I'd probably put in Lindsay Collins as well. Okay. Um, I had Carrie two back, again. Two backs. Two backs, because I feel like um, Harry Grant could probably move if needed to, and Hunt could actually come in and hooker. Yeah. Uh, which is where he played last year in Origin and absolutely carved up. Yeah. And then Reese Walsh is there as sort of a, a, num- a roving player as well. Okay. Um, like and can f- fill injuries in the back line. I've gone three or Jai Arrow's edge slash yeah. 
forward. So I've gone three big forwards on the bench, and then you've got your Ben Hunt, Hooker, Roll, Harry Grant, yeah. move around. Yeah. Um, 18th man, I've got Coruscant for Blues, Blues and Brimson for... Yeah, I think both of them are safe options. I had Coruscant and, um, as well. Yeah. Um, but Reece I couldn't Wal- remember... Reese Walsh is another option. I couldn't remember if Coruscant is actually eligible for Origin on the I basis of what happened last season. I think he is. But I think he could be. Yeah. So State of Origin's two weeks tomorrow. Teams announced Sunday night. Yep. Queensland, I think, in my opinion, Queensland are, are very well set up for this series. They have uh, Billy Slater, incoming coach... Uh, Cam Smith and Jonathan Thurston on the coaching staff. It's a real throwback to yesterdecade. Um, but it, it should be cracking, uh, cracking, cracking game. Yeah, I game one in Sydney. Yeah. Um, it'll be fa- it'll be fantastic. And a lot more an even series this year, I think, than we saw last year, despite game three. Yeah. First two games were very... Game one was a demolishing by Blues over the Maroons. I think it'll be a lot more even this year. Uh, Queensland is a lot stronger. They've got a very good pack, very experienced pack. They've played there a fair bit. Both teams actually are quite experienced at this point, other than basically the New South Wales centres. Yeah. Um, in terms of where each team has the advantage, yeah. I think uh, the spine, I think the Blues have the better... Oh, they have so, a better halfback. Well, I, I don't know if they have a better I think six. The, the, I would say that the Blues, one of the Blues' biggest advantages will ha- would have to be that the club combinations are going to shine through. Yes. So you're talking, about, named, you're talking about almost like... We've the, named six Panthers I know. Players. The New South, Wales, um, New South Wales squad now is almost resembling the Maroons when, the, when they reflected the storm. Mm. And you have um, Yo... Uh, Cleary and um, Luai, who I think are just going to control things. Yeah, what um, what as a what as a yo does is so oh, he's, important. He's an exceptional player, yeah. and then you you all but you have big game players, and I think possibly the advantage of the the strength of the Sydney clubs in the last four or five years, uh, as compared to the Cowboys, where you know um, Roosters have won two premierships, Souths played in a grand final, Penrith have. Um, Played in two grand finals and won one. I think that will definitely assist them. It's nothing to take away from from the Storm players in um, in the in the Queensland squad, but I think you know when you got your Pongers and your Walshers and stuff like that, and you know Cherry Evans won a premiership, but it's nine years ago. Yeah, I think one thing that Queensland is going to try do a lot is on the wings. They're a lot bigger. Yeah. So Cobo and Coates are both very good in the air. Yeah. We've got Toto and Adokar, who aren't the biggest wingers in, in stature. Yeah. Adokar, obviously, blistering speed. But in terms of size, that's where our centres need to step up. Yeah, but that's part of the reason. Air. Part of, Honestly, part of the reason I think Campbell Graham plays himself into it. it he is yeah, taller. He is taller. He is taller. It just it depends how they want it, They want to play it. But, yeah. Um, um, yeah. The interesting, I think, Queensland have an advantage at hooker. Harry Grant over Cook. Yeah. It's not much, but it is a, it is a bit of an advantage. Um, I want to see how they, if Nico Hines is picked, which I think he will, yeah. how he integrates, where he comes on. He can probably play that 13 role type thing, where yeah. he's almost the second 5'8 on the field. So it'll be interesting to see how that how he gets integrated. But I think that both teams are very good. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, Mike. Yes. Should we get into this weekend? 
Yes, let's do it. Okay, so this weekend is an indigenous indigenous round, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, very important week in the NRL with so many indigenous players. Uh, some exceptional indigenous round moments over the years, um, especially from South's players that I remember. So um, they always step up, uh, and yeah, this is this is important to them. This round is important to them. Yep, uh, and it it should be good. So. Okay, let's kick things off. Should we go through the tipping first before we... We should, if uh, we really have to. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, so it was actually a really big week for tipping. So a lot of people got six, um, six and above. I'd say the the biggest upsets of the week were clearly Melbourne, um, upsetting the Cowboys. Crazy to say it's an upset. Um, crazy to say they got pumped by so much too. And... Um, I think maybe there's a bit of surprise in the fact that that um, Canberra beat Souths. But, yeah, um, but maybe not. I don't, yeah, I don't know why. I, I I'm kicking myself that I didn't tip the Raiders in that one, just given the team's form. I don't know. Just, I can't I can't get behind the Raiders yet. But we'll see this week. This it's the last game of the round. It's a very interesting game. Canberra's got some troops coming back, and they're playing themselves into a bit of form. Yeah. So uh, let's get into. So, it, just in tipping, notable uh, shout-outs to Sooty, MJ, J-Pet, and Johnny Medell all getting seven out of eight. Um, Gab remains one point clear at the top of the ladder, followed by Eleni B and Nick Sat. Um, PG, Michael Corbin, Michael James, and Hetro, and Anthony P make out the top eight. Yep. So... All right. All right. Let's get into round 12. Round 12. So uh, Thursday night, the Storm host Manly at Amy Park. Jerome Hughes, Jer- Jerome Hughes makes a return to the halves, allowing Harry Grant to go back to hooker and Brandon Smith to um, an impact roll off the bench. Big Nelson remains sidelined with Kamikamika to start at prop for a consecutive week. Chris Lewis drops back to 18th man. For Manly, Garrick moves to fullback with Tommy Turbo likely to miss the remainder of the season, as we said. Um, George Tafu has been named for his first NRL game since round, 20, round 17, 2020 in Garrick's place. Uh, Tapau is out with Bullamore, the new man on the interchange. Saab is listed in the reserves as he edges closer to a return. Mike. The Manly Para game last week was one of the best games of rugby league I've seen in a very long time. Just an old school rivalry game. Yeah, yeah. great and atmosphere, it was fantastic. Both actually both Friday night games were fantastic. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, down to the wire. Mitchell Moses having to kick the kick uh, the goal conversion from the sideline to get Manly uh, get Parramatta in front. A couple questionable calls here and there, as always, Emmanuel. But we will try not to get into that. Uh, but yeah, Parramatta. Got the win. Manly were quite better than what I expected they would be. Yeah. Uh, but again, the injury to Turbo uh, is... I don't know how much of a shadow that will loom over this week. And I can't... Who know, When was the last time Melbourne lost three games in a row? No idea. <laughs> I, no idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's happened. Because I know that they hadn't lost two games in a row for like four years or yeah. something like that. I... Hughes back will really help them. I think they're going to be a lot better this week. And I tip very resilient, Belgium. though, Manly. They very are. Resilient. They are. They showed a lot of um, even 
you know, they, last week they just kept fighting. Yeah, and these two teams, there is no love lost between them. Obviously, the premier, the the battles they had for the premiership in the early, in the late uh, noughties. Yeah, the battle for Brookvale as yeah, well. Exactly. Uh, okay, now Friday night early game, Mike. I'm ninety percent, ninety nine percent sure that when the NRL draw was done, they expected this to be first place hosting sixteenth place yeah. at Penrith. Yeah, this uh, this, this should not be the Friday. And this, this is where you wish that the Channel Nine could just be like, can we flex this yeah. game to the seven thirty game? I remember when about twenty years ago, Channel Nine only used to announce the schedule like four weeks in advance. Yeah. Uh, bring that back. <laughs> anyway, um, so Panthers hosting the Cowboys. Now, listen to this extraordinary stat. Penrith have named the same 13 for the last four rounds. Isn't that amazing? And they it's did, been the Eels, the Storm, the Roosters, well, and the Cowboys. Yeah. They've just had this incredible run. Um, fit, healthy. Fit, healthy, young, fast. Amazing. Yeah. For the Cowboys, a couple of force changes for the visitors with Felt out for six weeks and Tamalolo also sidelined. Tabuai Fido replaces Felt on the wing while Cohen Hess will remain at lock. Granville and Tanua Brown are the new men on the interchange. And Brendan Fry is listed in the reserves. Uh, Penrith on the... So I watched... I obviously watched the Panthers-Roosters game. The Roosters had had less missed tackles than the Panthers. Yep. But when... We did miss tackles. The Panthers just capitalised on Punished. It, it is ridiculous. Yep. And the amount of times that I thought that the Roosters would have an overlap and then there was five Penrith defenders there, it was ridiculous. It was... I've never seen so many... They're so fit, so fast. They swarm you on defence. And any time you think that there's an advantage, three Panthers players pop out and they push you back. It's it's ridiculous. I'm, I'm tipping better. Yeah, I've I've just never seen a team look so composed. Nothing rattles them. No, absolutely nothing. It's they're they're incredible. Amazing. Okay, so Mike's gone. Penrith there. Friday night, Broncos host the Titans. Broncos very good last week, uh, despite a couple of howlers from the bunker. Uh, and howler is an understatement. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that that. Selwyn Cobo trying. Yeah, I we were talking. I was like, "This is coming back straight yeah. away." Like yeah. even even before he got over, I'm like, "Stay down, don't don't yeah. score, don't yeah. score," because he's coming back and it's going to get. If if you don't score, they're not going to review it. But it ended up being a try. Gangago one, whatever. Yeah, we'll leave it. I'm Close sure there'll it. be more howlers for the rest of the year. Uh, but yes, again, Brisbane just late in games putting on points. Reynolds-less too. Reynolds-less as well. I thought uh, Tyson Gamble was quite good. He was. Uh, Ezra Mann looked exciting. Uh, but again, that combination of Katoni Staggs and Selwyn Cobo was just damaging. Yeah. To the, the... Uh, Brisbane are actually enjoyable to watch again. Oh, I loved watching them in 2015. They played a very fast, open, expansive game of football. Um, they, them and Parramatta are both really good at just throwing the ball around at their own end coming out of trouble, which I really wish more teams would do because mm. so many teams just don't have the confidence to do it and go one out and don't like to create space and, and Brisbane's starting to really open up. Well, I think that was the big advantage for Brisbane on the weekend was any time they were coming out of their own end, they found a gap in the, in the Knights line and were yeah. able to make, instead of... Being tackled on your own line, they would be tackled twenty meters out, and they'd get their set started at a good in a good position. It was just 
It's too hard for the Knights to overcome. Exactly. Um, okay, so going through the teams, there are no changes for the home side. So Ezra Mam gets another game in the halves because this week it's Reynolds, Reynolds done his hamstring um, left out as a precaution. I swear last week it was his groin. Mm. So mm, the Broncos have a buy in round 13, meaning the skipper will get an additional week off and look to return against the Raiders on June 11. Makes sense. For the Titans, Brian Kelly replaces Sami in the back line while um, Joliff comes onto the bench for Herman Essiesi, who moves to the reserves. For Feeder, has been included in the extended squad and his return can't come soon enough for the Titans, who have lost five of their last six matches. Yeah, uh, that one win against the Dragons two weeks ago. Titans weren't... They, they put in a good effort against the Sharks. I thought it was a lot closer game than what I thought it should be. Um, but I just think that the way the Broncos are playing at the moment, you can't tip against them. Yep, I'm with you. Um, okay, Super Saturday. Warriors host the Knights at Redcliffe. Chanel Harris-Tavita returns to 5-8 with RC moving to the reserves. Fanua Blake um, has an injured foot and is out and is replaced by Tavanga at prop. Freddie Lussick, Mike, and old Chook yep. will start at hooker in Tavanga's place with Otokolo, uh, the new man on the bench. Mid-season recruit Dinamis Louie is included in the extended squad after joining the club this week. For the Knights, Tuala comes in for Bradman Best, who dislocated his elbow. That was an ugly injury. At left centre, while Clifford is back after a three-week break, Replacing Clune at halfback, Clifford will partner Milford in the halves after the Bronco made his return last week. This is going to be a really interesting one. A uh, couple of things with the Warriors in terms of signing. Uh, Chanel Harris-DeVita is taking some time off from rugby league at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, Crazy. Him. Yeah. No, you don't see very, few, very, very, very many players do this, but... Obviously, footy got a bit too cumbersome for him and he just needed to take some time away. Um, and uh, in other news, Matt Lodge yep. also left the team, didn't want to go to New Zealand next next year. So he has asked for an immediate release and it has been granted. And I can't think of a player more so in the NRL where every single <laughs> fan base is like, please don't sign this person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, having exhausted 16 fan bases, there's no better way than to try with a new fan base that comes in in 2023. Exactly. Uh, where his father-in-law is the head scout. Um, is that right? Peter Sullivan. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, there you mm-hmm. go. And you go. Chanel Harris-DeVita, my pick is to reunite with Gus at Belmore in 2024. Okay. Yep. I like it. Yep. Uh, so, this... Uh, this these are the hardest games to pick. They are. The, it's the, always the 3 the, o'clock the, Saturday afternoon It's the 3 o'clock because they're the two worst teams in the comp. Yeah, <laughs> like two, it's like the, 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 when the bottom six play each other, it's like, I don't know who's going to be worse that day. I'm tipping the Knights. I don't, I don't know. I'm tipping the Knights. That's, my, that's, that's where I'm going at the moment. All right. Um, okay, for Souths and the Tigers, of course, they played, what, a month ago? Uh, Tigers won by a point on their dream run. Uh, so they're back at Homebush for this one. Cam Murray's listed, as Michael said, and looks to be on track to return um, just in time for origin selection. Mark Nichols also plays his first game since round four, and he joins the bench with Sally promoted to the starting side and Trent Peoples dropping out. 
Totola and Milne have both been named and will be monitored after suffering head knocks against Canberra. For the Tigers, two huge ins with Laurie returning after missing four games and Luke Brooks back at 5'8 after a hamstring problem. Toa moves uh, from fullback to the centre while Peachy and Madden drop out. Kapoa is back on the wing, so Junior Tupo misses out. Simkin returns at hooker, pushing Jacob Little to the reserves list. David Nofaluma is listed amongst the reserves and may be a late call-up closer to game day. Gosh, if he plays, he scores a try against Souths. Yeah, and if he, if, he, if he plays, I this game's tough. Um, you better hope that uh, Cody Walker loves Indigenous round as, he, as much as he did last year and yeah. puts on the performance that he did last year because you guys need it. Yeah, who did they play last year in Indigenous round? Was it the Warriors? It might have been. It just, he just absolutely carved it yeah. up. Yeah, I think Reynolds was out that game as yeah. well. He was captain and he absolutely, he was one of his best games of the season last year. South looked disinterested. Yeah. And I, I, if I was on the South, in charge of South Sydney next year, I would not be sending the team to Dubbo because it's just been miserable for them out there. Yep. Um, I think South bounced, bounced back, but two spine members coming back for the Tigers, I think this would be a really close game. Yeah. And if Nofaluma plays, I just, I, I don't love Kapoa as a player. I think if Nofaluma's on that wing, they're a lot stronger. And that could be the tipping point for me. Yeah, both teams really desperate for a win. Uh, Souths just need some consistency. They're, yeah. they're just exasperating. Yeah. Um, yeah, should be an interesting one. Alex Johnson is now equal second for Souths, 144 tries, uh, two behind Merritt. So he's bouncing closer to that record. Yeah. Um, Will he get it this year, given your form? He managed to score on the weekend. He'll get it. Yeah, He's saving was, it for the Roosters. Was, was yeah, uh, <laughs> okay, Saturday night, speaking of, this will be a doozy. Sharks host the Roosters in the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, for the Cronulla, Will Kennedy returns from suspension at fullback with Lachlan Miller named 18th man. I don't know why you'd do that. Talakai picked up an injury on the Gold Coast, but has been named to play. For the Roosters, Tupanua returns from a head knock. He comes onto the bench in place of Egan Butcher. Uh, in the only change to the side beaten by Penrith, Terrell May retains his spot after a strong debut off the bench last week. This is going to be a good game. I yeah, think. probably the... Well, actually, no, Panthers-Cowboys are probably game of the round. This is a close second. Um, like I said, the Roosters actually played well on yeah. the weekend. Their completion rate was high. They won the penalty count, and we still lost. And as, you know, the I just... It was it was Penrith, and I just didn't think that we without without a specialist hooker and Victor Radley, we didn't have the the ball movement and the the links between the halves to beat a team like Penrith. Um, and we'll see if they can do it against the Sharks. I think missing both Radley and Sam Verrills is is going to hurt us the next few weeks because we just our service from dummy half is not great, and then our service from first receiver is not as good as is, is with Radley there. So it's going to be a really tough game. I'm tipping the Roosters just because the Sharks have been a little inconsistent. Lachlan Miller was awesome last week. He had 200... I know. I, I don't know why you... 200, 290 something metres in know, his debut game. Scored a try. He was, that try was awesome as well. He was fantastic. And Suddenly, every NRL talent scout is going to be going to watch the Sevens. That's yeah, all well, yeah, and you wonder... 294 if, if, meters. Yeah, if you know, on debut, can he can he 
if Will Kennedy has a couple bad games, is his job in jeopardy? <laughs> well, that's a good and healthy situation. To have, <laughs> it is, it's it? not a bad problem to have. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm tipping the Roosters. Um, Gutsy. Mm. Okay, always a nice game, this one. Uh, Bulldogs, Dragons, two of the, the traditional clubs. Michael hates them both. Uh, I don't hate the dogs. For the... Oh my gosh, you just told everyone you hate the Dragons. What? Breaking, Breaking news. news. <laughs> uh, the dogs... Josh Adokar's back after missing last week's game. Ockenbore makes way. Waddell returns from a head knock in the back row. So Joe Stimson drops to the reserves. For the Dragons, McCulloch will make an early return from a thumb injury via the bench. Jaden Sullivan goes to the reserves. Cody Ramsey's recent form looks to have secured him number one for the remainder of the season. Yeah, wow. If okay. there wasn't golden point, I'd pick a draw. <laughs> we still can have a draw, man. Um, no, no, no. But for, for Mike, the, for I don't back them to go those ten minutes without an error. <laughs> for the for the for the dogs, I thought Caraz was really good on the weekend. Um, he's a bright young player, and he will hold that wing spot. Maybe even move into the centres for the rest of the season. I still can't believe Dufty is a fullback. His defense is so terrible, week in week out. He at least concedes two tries just by being in the wrong position every single every single week. Um, all right, well, Cody Ramsey, I don't know if he's much better. I was speaking to one of our Dragons friends, and I said he's Matt Dufty light. Uh, great speed. Uh, doesn't know what to do. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm tipping the Dragons just because they've won more games, and the Dogs just haven't really seemed like they're going to do much. But they put up a good fight against the Tigers. But This game's at Belmore. Is it? Ooh. Always a bit emotional. Interesting. Interesting. A bit emotional. The other thing is that Anthony Griffin is the coach of the Dragons. Phil Gould is the coach of the Bulldogs. There's going to be a bit of spice here. There's going to be there's mm-hmm. going to be some trick shots. There's okay. going to be a bit of an intent. Just flagging. Yeah, look, there's this game could I could very well change by tip just because I don't like the Dragons and how they've been playing. Yep. Okay, big game Sunday afternoon in Canberra. Raiders host the Eels. Now, Canberra, uh, on a roll, as Michael flagged, South's put every team into form. Uh, it's quite incredible. They've won three. Their next games are Eels this weekend and the Roosters at home, Brisbane away, and then Knights at home, and then Dragons away. Yeah. The and there's Roosters, origin in there too. So the Roosters game, we will be missing definitely to Tedesco, possibly Crichton. Yeah, so uh, interesting times ahead if you're a Raiders fan. Uh, so massive ins for Ricky with Jamal Fogarty set to play his first game after the knee injury. Um, he suffered and Croker back from a shoulder injury for career game number 293. Schneider drops to the reserves and Seb Chris moves to the bench. CNK will miss the game with a hamstring injury and his place is taken at fullback by Xavier Savage who scored the softest try I've ever seen last week. Ryan Sutton <laughs> joins the bench and Harry Rushton drops out. For Parramatta, Wonga Blake makes his comeback from knee injury on the wing, so Hayes Perham drops out. Cult hero Sevo made a successful return through New South Wales Cup last weekend and is listed among the reserves, but may be held until after the round thir- held back until after the round 13 bye. Yeah, and if he comes in, it'll probably be Wonga to centres and, I don't know, Maybe Opacek drops out, Penasini to the wing or something yeah. like that. Um, I'm tipping Parramatta. Yeah, 
That's the trap they want you to fall into. I know. I know they do. (laughs) If you could see Michael's face right now. I know they do. (laughs) He is in pain. (laughs) It's a really tough round of tip. Camera in camera, cold Sunday afternoon. If it's wet. Don't you love it? In fairness, Parramatta just played a masterclass in wet weather. And and they've also got a good 10-day break, a 9-day break. Yeah, but the confusion is that Canberra is not a rectangle like um, Combank Stadium is. Uh, it's that. It's like an oval shape. Okay. So it uh, could be a bit confusing for those para players. Well, um, I, I still think that Parramatta, with the ins that they've got, Ryan Madison has been awesome. He was fantastic on the weekend. Um, Papali, although he's playing 13, has been great as well. And it was really good to see Mitchell Moses hit that kick. He's missed a few of them in his career, and that just gives you confidence. And I don't he, he knows he's not getting picked for origin, uh, so he's just got to go out there and play as well as he can. And, yeah, I'm tipping Parramatta. I think that they're the better team. Despite Canberra's hot streak, I still don't trust them. Okay. So Michael's gone Storm to win at home, Penrith to win at home, Brisbane to win at home, Newcastle to beat the Warriors. Souths? Did you tip Souths? Yeah, I'm convincing Souths to tip the Tigers. Uh, to pip the Tigers. Roosters uh, to win at Cronulla. Dragons to win at Belmore. And Parramatta to win in Canberra. A lot of away tips. A lot of away tips. Yeah, I could be mm. changing a few of them. Yeah. Come. We'll see how the, you know, a couple of ins outs here and there. We'll see how we go. We've done it. Yeah. That's it. We'll be coming to you. It's about an hour shorter than last week's podcast. <laughs> yeah, we figured we'd give <laughs> everyone a break. Everyone a bit of a break. Yeah. Um, yeah, I should be a really good game of football. Uh, good weekend of football. Um, next week, we will... Actually, we don't even need to do an origin preview next week. We'll probably go through the teams again, what's actually been picked. Yeah. Briefly, uh, it'll be a shorter podcast next week because we've got only four games. Mm-hmm. Uh, might be able to hit on some other things going around the league. We'll yeah, see. we might even actually be able to have a quiz, Maybe. which kind of just died as a segment. <laughs> I, I I was trying to find info today, and I was trying to find I was actually trying to find who has played the most first grade games without scoring a try. Because yeah. at the moment there is Alex know, Twelve, Alex Twelve, who's played hundred first grade games. Yeah, and is yet to get a meat pie yeah and I was trying to find out is there anyone who has gone on a longer streak yeah couldn't I, my research ran dry oh yeah. it'll be out there somewhere yeah I'm sure it will be I just it was a half-hearted effort yeah but if anyone knows the answer that'd be great I'd love to hear it uh, something else that's really good is uh, Channel 9 has put out a Stories of Origin podcast series which is real. They have a lot of talented Origin players on their in their lineup. Talking Gallon, Gus. That's it for the Blues. No, Freddie, Freddie, <laughs> Freddie Joey, uh, Wally, Billy, Fatty, Cam, Cam Smith, Billy, Jonathan Thurston. Thurston. Yeah, there's a stack of them. Uh, Wally just pulled together as a really, really incredible podcast, which I'm really enjoying at the moment. Yeah, I recommend. It's good. Also, no, I don't know why I'm plugging podcasts, other podcasts. Maddie and Cooper Johns is still my favourite rugby league podcast every week. Is it? Tuesday nights. Are we recording? 
After our podcast, we mean. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, just in terms of the way they break down a game is exceptional. Yeah. Because obviously both played in the halves. Both have both know a lot more about rugby league than either of us ever will. Or and, anyone ever will, really. Yeah, and can yeah. see the game in a completely different way to most people. So, great listen. Yeah. All right, I think we're done. Yep, that's it. We're done. That's it. Um, have a good week, everyone. That's it. Have a good week. Emmanuel, one more thing. How good is rugby league? How good is rugby league? Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.